Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to The Sports Cap with Thomas the Third and Dylan. Hey everybody and welcome to this uh, debut of the 5.30 edition of the Sports Cap with uh, myself, Thomas III. And I'm Dylan. And uh, you're listening to Talk Jive Radio. And uh, yeah, like I said, you know, this is our first our first run at 5.30. This is going to actually be podcasted, which is different from how we did it before. So uh, people will be able to check it out later on and go back and um, listen to it again if they want to. For sure. So uh, the big story right now is the Super Bowl coming up, man. Um, Patriots, Rams, who who you got and why? Man, as much as I want to see the uh, evil empire known as the Patriots go down in flames and want them to get beat, I'm just going to have to use my head. And I, I'm, I'm just doing that whole deal where when a team's so good and dominant, you just pick them until they get beat. I'm just going to go with the Patriots, man, because those guys just they continue to uh, just impress. And Tom Brady, Bill Pilichek, we've seen this all before. So. Yeah, and I think I think this could be a bit of a swan song for some of these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know whenever Tom Brady's just going to say, hey, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. go out on top. That would really be kind of the smart thing to do because we really don't see a whole lot of athletes that – that get to go out on top. And, That's right. You know, a lot of them play too long. And then the ones that do go out on top, we always look at like, man, what if, what, what if, if you stayed? know, you have the Barry Sanders, you have people like that, you know, that, that you think, man, what if they just, what if they would have had a regular career like some of these other guys? And uh, uh, I don't know, man, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I think that, I think that this could be it for the Patriots. I don't think we're going to see Gronk again. Right. I think that he's probably done. I think that he's probably got – I mean, he's got a chance to make a lot of money just in regular endorsements. And <laughs> Oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, look at some of the uh, reality show people. Right. I mean, they get paid to make appearances at clubs. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be rough just <laughs> – Yeah, you just get paid to party. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's – if there's not a better job for Gronk right. after football than oh, just yeah. show up and party <laughs> – <laughs> I mean that's I mean that's what you that's what he's probably gonna be doing anyway. Right. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. You know, I mean he's just I love Gronk, but he's just the classic meathead. You know what I mean? He like, is. <laughs> yeah. He's a tool. Yeah. You know he's he's a tool, but he would be fun to party. Oh with. no doubt. No I mean doubt. you know he would. Yeah. He he would do <laughs> he would do some crazy stuff. You For sure. Know. And and as much as you know you really, as much as anybody that's a fan of of, um, football of any team besides the Patriots, you know, as much as we love to hate him, sometimes you just kind of got to look and say, Hey, we're witnessing uh, greatness yeah, right now, you know, for sure. Mean? For for them to, to do this as long as they have. And I mean, and that's the main thing is that winning championships, losing championships, but just staying in that, that championship conversation. Time, yeah. Um, it, it's like LeBron. You know, as much as as I still think that uh, I I would give the nod to Jordan over LeBron just because of I mean yeah just the different eras and stuff, but I mean it's almost one A one B now. No, it really is. You know what I mean, and that's kind of the same way that I feel about about Tom Brady now. You yeah, know, it's like man, he's up there, and if he wins another one, you know, you have the argument. Yeah, but you know, this quarterback, this quarterback didn't lose the Super Bowl. You know, right, but. 
it's it's I don't know. It's gonna be tougher to argue against if he ends up winning another. Yeah, one. that's what I already kind of told myself in my head. Like, man, I've been one of the main people that's just like, nope, Tom's not the goat. But I told myself <laughs> in my head just earlier this week, I was like, if he wins this Super Bowl, it's gonna be really hard for me to say he's not the goat, or I'm gonna start losing credibility. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I gotta be realistic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. And <laughs> and that's kind of the thing is just trying to be as unbiased as possible. Right. You know, just to say well. That dude's really good. Yeah. But, I mean, he's it's, he's in a really good system, too, though. No, no doubt. You know, and, and it's kind of that that chicken and egg, you know. Would Tom Brady be what Tom Brady is without Bill Belichick? Exactly. Or would Bill Belichick be what Bill Belichick is without Tom Brady? Right. I mean, you I'm, know, was it just that perfect scenario where they could have both just been uh, above average as far as a coach and a player, but once they got together, just meshed so well. Right. And, and kind of understood each other. That, yeah. Because uh, that's what I think of all the time. Like, what happens if you just basically swap Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? Like, both of them in their prime, but that same coaching staff and the same weapons as far as, you know, receivers and everything. Like, it's just. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you wonder about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you see you see certain uh, systems yeah. that some quarterbacks are really, really good in and some are. Uh, you know, not very good in. Right. But you can you you have some systems that they just find that right person to plug in, and you see the way that Texas Tech used to be, you know, in college football, how you saw so many quarterbacks go through there that really weren't just great quarterbacks. But right. Were put in a system where they got to make plays and really got made the most out of their own, you know, their own ability. Right. Right. And that's what I've kind of – not to switch, you know, pages into college football, but I've kind of thought in my head, like, how long is it going to be before people start labeling all of Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks as system quarterbacks because of how brilliant of an offensive mind he is? And I, I mean, Well, I, and I think the difference between that is, is are your system quarterbacks yeah. successful in the NFL? Right, and are they winning See, Heisman's? Because if, yeah, because <laughs> if, you're, if you're a system quarterback and you're just putting up big numbers and you're – running like a gimmicky offense or whatever right and you don't even get a sniff in the nfl and uh, you know and maybe it's just that it's changed that much because i mean these guys are the baker mayfield the kyler murray those are quarterbacks that probably would have been really good in that old texas tech offense oh yeah and you know sure. running around and and back then, they probably wouldn't have got a sniff in the NFL because they're both so small. Because back then, you had to be different, six yeah. four. Yeah, it was and, a lot different. Know. So we're seeing the ties change on this, and we we started seeing it a little bit just gradually. Right. We saw Drew Brees. You know, we saw mm-hmm. Russell, Russell Wilson. We start seeing these these shorter, more athletic quarterbacks, but they're getting the ball out. You're not seeing a lot of problems with them getting getting a pass over the line or being able to see over the line. And that's what somebody said about about Kyler Murray. Like, if he can if he can see over OU's offensive line, yes. then he's going to be able to see yeah, over just an fine. NFL line. Exactly. Because that's the – you know, OU's offensive line is, is comparable right. in size no to doubt. any NFL line. So, For it's not sure. going to be that much harder. No, know? it's not. They find creative – shorter guys, it makes you, you know, find creative ways to, yeah. you know, do different things. So, so uh, you know, speaking of, of Kyler – um, you know, just to jump ahead a little bit after this Super Bowl, then we're going to start getting into combine talk. 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to start seeing uh, who runs what and jumps what and who does best in this three-cone drill and all all kind of stuff that really doesn't even matter, in the, you know, at the end. If you can play, you can play. Right. But, I mean, uh, who do you think is going to run a faster 40 if, if Hollywood runs? Do you think it'll be Hollywood or Kyler? Man, that's just such a toss-up, but I'm just going to go with Kyler just because of the injury that, you know, Hollywood had not long ago, which that may be completely irrelevant by the time he does his combine. But I'm just going to go with Kyler. But – Let's see. How long has it been since uh, since he injured that? It was um, was that the Texas game, right? Big Twelve Championship against Texas. Wasn't that when it was? Yeah. So how long has he that came been? back and played again? That though, is true. The next game. Yeah. But he's had you know a couple months, you know, month and a half or whatever it's right. been to to rest it. Right. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how all these guys do. Yeah. Um, where we're going to see these guys go because I think they do have some NFL talent right oh, yeah. now that are. You know they're making their way into the league, and um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be interested to see where all this stuff lands because Kyler just might be a perfect Cliff Kingsbury quarterback. Yeah, I mean, could you see them maybe maybe trade the Darnold kid? Man, and, I don't know. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Because how else could you do that? You you can't take quarterbacks in as your number one pick two years in a row can no you, you can't because it's like you kind of alluded to in a previous uh, episode of the sports cap it's kind of like admitting failure if you do that right yeah. if you admit i mean if you draft a quarterback what was that uh rosen and then if they were to do kyler oh, murray was, rosen, yeah, yeah 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 i was thinking it was no Darnold. i knew what you meant Darnold's what, at the jets yeah at the jets yeah. <laughs> yep. but yeah like that would be crazy and then all and then there's big talk about um john gruden really being impressed with kyler murray murray out there at oakland I've, there's been a lot of buzz around kyler murray to oakland so man i don't yeah. know it's gonna be fun to watch those uh, Vegas Raiders. Huh? I know. Huh? Isn't it going to be Vegas this year? Yes, I think so. So this upcoming year, they're going to be playing in Vegas. Yep. That's going to be insane. That's going to be wild. That's going to be wild. I'm telling you, that's going to be <laughs> some crazy. I mean, there are and, – and I know there's a lot of people that say that uh, real Raider fans in, in Oakland are going to – um, shun them and all this stuff, but there are Oakland Raider fans all over. Oh yeah, it, you know Oakland Raiders is a national brand, the For same sure. way that the Cowboys are. Mm-hmm. There and you know, there's not a whole lot of teams that have that brand recognition for so long. Oh yeah, and uh, across so many different platforms because the Raiders were the kind of the official brand of NWA. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, oh, yeah. and you would see that everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you that was just – it was like you were Raiders. That was like you was kind of a badass. Yeah, oh, yeah. A rebel or something. Exactly. You know? So, um, them getting a fresh start. I don't know, man. Gruden, the way he blew that team up last year. Oh, man. Maybe he's just – he maybe he just wants to completely start from scratch. I'm sure. You know? I mean, how and could you not want to after a year like that? Well, the car kid has been injured pretty much every year he's played. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's shown flashes. He's played good, but, I mean – he just stays can hurt. You, you know, can you hang your, your hopes on a kid like that that just keeps on getting injured? And right. Might just be might just be time for him to move on. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I guarantee you that the Cardinals are going to be looking to trade down. Yeah. If they can, you know, trade a couple spots down. And, yep. You know, 
give somebody a shot to get him. So it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fun to watch and see how it you know works out. But mm. so does so. Let me ask you this, Thomas Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. Does is he gonna be drafted higher than Kyler Murray? Or I mean, how, I haven't really paid much attention to what you know, kind of the draft boards are looking like. And from what I've seen, I, I believe it's been. Kyler and then him. And then him. Um, gotcha. Dwayne Haskins is more of a what you would think of as a classic quarterback. Pro style. You know, big bigger tall, kid, yeah. And cannon arm. So I really don't know. Um I haven't I haven't checked on a lot of those draft boards lately. Yeah. But I know I know all the talk here in Oklahoma is oh, that yeah. Kyler Murray is clearly <laughs> better. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Nobody cares about Haskins yeah. here in Oklahoma. So. But you know, I mean Kyler Murray he's got a he's got a cannon. Oh yeah. I mean, Absolutely. He's got a cannon. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is like yeah, the dude's fast. Like he can run, he can make those ninety yard scramble mm-hmm. touchdowns, but Whenever he decides to throw one down the field, dude can chunk. He can put it out there, man. He's pretty accurate too. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> so OU, you know, talking about all these players that are moving on, and one of the big things is is the replacement of Kyler Murray, and we were, you know, we were skeptical of how Austin Kendall was going to be able to handle that role, or if Tanner Mordecai was even a guy that could do that, because. Right. Spencer Rattler coming in in June is not going to be able to learn the offense by August and be just ready to command, you know. And so once we saw that that transfer portal, you know, yeah. that transfer portal entry of Austin Kendall, it was like there's something going yeah, on here. Yeah, there's something. And, and lo and behold, uh, Jalen Hurts, and he was at the basketball game. Oh yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Like everybody's loving Jalen. Hands always, and kissing babies. He's, he's already a, a Jalen Hurts for Heisman campaign oh, yeah. going on right now, coming out of Norman, man. So, uh, yep. Uh, it's you know it's going to be interesting. And OU, I saw just added another five star wide receiver to this this class or is it the next class uh, i'm not sure i haven't seen this it's yet a, it's a juco transfer con condavious or condarius taylor mm-hmm. uh but he's a five-star wide receiver and i guess he was he was actually a commit before maybe a 2018 commit right and um he ended up having to go to juco probably some grades or oh something. yeah something like that you know something similar to uh the alexander kid right uh, what's his name or, um, uh, uh walker yeah, uh, yeah, Bray uh, Walker, mm-hmm. right? Because you know he couldn't. It was it's a great situation. It's a being eligible to play right then, and sometimes they say, "Hey, go to go to a JUCO, right? Hone your skills. Mm-hmm. Come back in a couple of years when you got those grades ready, and and we'll talk." Exactly. So that's what it looks like happened with this kid. So, um, man, another, OU at wideout, another stacked. good receiver. Yeah, man, like. That's it, we we kind of I think everybody's on the same page at Oklahoma. We're excited about Jalen Hurts and everything, but we're kind of wondering in the back of our minds, like really how accurate and how good of a passer mm-hmm. he is. He's gonna have some pressure on him because we're gonna see all these sh- new shiny recruits, five star receivers, oh, and if yeah. he's not distributing the ball, they're you no know, you fans, you know how they are. They're gonna start well, screaming and you know well the, the old <laughs> saying goes, the most popular guy on campus is the backup quarterback. That's true. That's true. You know that's that's the way it goes. Whenever whenever you have uh, even even uh, an above average quarterback like a a good quarterback at OU, 
Right. You're still having people telling, you know, yelling, pull Landry. Yeah, you know, pull like, Landry. Yeah. Pull Landry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, the, the guys played like, what, eight years in the NFL? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It's But, I mean, uh, I, he's not playing that much, but he's collecting that check. He's right. going to get that pension. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, man. I mean, it's, it's so crazy, man, to think about that. But, yeah, in. What it's been for a long time was a lot more running backs mm-hmm. that were coming out of OU, but now it's like Speaking. the wide receivers are starting to really make a splash. You know, we're seeing uh, uh, old boy up in, uh, with the Giants. Yeah. That's another landing spot that sounded kind of interesting. Yes, for Kyler. For Kyler yeah. Murray. No doubt, because uh, Eli, as we know, he's all on the – you know, yeah. decline big how much, time. I mean, how much? How much more does Eli have in him? I don't think he has he much. Got at two all. Super Bowls. I man. know. You know, that's one of those things like we were talking about, where you could bow out gracefully, or you could just play until the end of your career. Yeah, it just looks bad. Yeah, I think he's like, just that's holding what Eli's on. Looking like, yeah, he's holding know? on too long. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like OU's chances. I mean, of course, it's gonna always be back to the same. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Who you, you know? Who you gonna run with? And in Ohio State now, I mean that's that's all in kind of in jeopardy now. Yeah. I mean their coach is like somebody nobody's ever heard of. Right. Right. Uh, you know, hired from within, and maybe he's gonna be a great coach. But yep. Uh, you know, you just you just never know. No, it, you don't. This thing could go downhill fast. Yes, it really could. And then we'll see. Uh, Oh, coach miraculously heal and yeah, pop right. back up that's, at Notre Dame or something. Yeah, that's how it years. usually works. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. That's how it usually works. Yeah, man. <laughs> so uh, switching over to uh, basketball a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you catch a Thunder game? I did. I did. They played good. Thunder Bucks, man. I, I caught the first half and I ended up having to drive, so I was trying to listen on the radio but had my kids with me. And Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of tough. Yeah, you had that surround sound, huh, when you was trying to listen. Yeah, kids in the car. but uh, <laughs> you know, it sounds like, sounds like it's it's kind of been the same thing, and I, and I haven't gotten to watch a whole lot of Thunderball. I've I've been going everywhere for little league and junior high and <laughs> high school ball and all this stuff. So I'm always I'm always going somewhere, but uh, from from what it's sounding like is like Russ is just basically having like one of the worst shooting seasons of his career yes. free throw wise and just regular shooting wise but he's still getting triple doubles he's oh, yeah. still getting a lot of assists and a lot of rebounds and still making plays and um there's been there's been some talk about his knee if his knee is, has ever been healthy this year right right and if that's something that can throw your uh throw your game off throw your shot off at the free throw line for sure um not going to the goal as much as he usually does or trying to challenge somebody. Right. Yeah, he hadn't been near as aggressive. So, so you know, that that might be an issue. But but nobody – I mean, you don't really have to talk about it because Paul George is playing like an MVP candidate. Yeah, he's and, picking you know, up the slack for playing sure. Playing out of his mind right now. He is. It's you just know? like everything he's throwing up, just dropping in. And dude that big shouldn't have that good of handles. I mean, he's, he's just really good at creating his own shot. So. And he plays really good defense. Yep, and and so the Thunder are on a roll. Yep, five straight. Five straight. Yep. Um, one of the hottest teams in the NBA, I guess. Yeah, you know? sitting and at third right now in the Western Conference behind Denver and Golden State. It's just, man, the Thunder are so damn streaky. <laughs> 
That's what yeah. I mean. It kills me because it's heartache. It, it's constant. Like, let's go on a seven game win streak yeah, and then go on a five game losing yeah, streak and, and lose to like teams that we should not even lose to. Yes. Like we're we're messing with the lottery standings right now. The way that we lose to some of these teams. Oh yeah, that's like we <laughs> we, we play the Magic next, and I'm like, well, that's pretty much a guaranteed loss because they're a pretty terrible team and. Why would we try to win? You know what I mean? Yeah. They are. They are the definition of a team who plays up to their opponent or down to their opponent. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And um, also in the NBA, you know, the big talk is the brow. Yes. Where will where will the brow be? Where will he land? Anthony Davis. Uh, Better not be Golden State. He basically <laughs> told. He basically told the Pelicans, "I'm not going to resign here. So, you know, trade me if you can." Right. I'm not, I'm leaving anyway. And so now, who's gonna get? Who's gonna give up something for you know, for basically a half year rental? Right. Of him to hope now, for him to sign. It's kind of like this Paul George scenario over again because that's what yeah. we thought with Paul was just gonna be kind of a rental. And yeah. So it's a gamble. Somebody might, you know, gamble. somebody might take him on. He might end up signing, but what's I don't the, know. What's the chances that the that the Thunder put together some kind of some kind of package that man? Would what would we have to give up to get him, man? You're only getting him for a half a year. Yeah, I know. I mean, you 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 have the the leverage to say, listen, there's no guarantee he's going to sign here either. Right. That's true. So I mean, I'm not giving you nothing. Nobody's going to give him anything extravagant. Right. Well, if you have a little piece, a little young piece that you might be able to get rid of, or, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, what, man. What be, could it be? We, I mean, because you you'd play him at the four, I guess, right? Because right? then you'd still have Stephen, Stephen Adam at center, and then Stephen him at the four. Brow, PG, Russ, and I guess T. Ferg still at the two for right now while Robertson's still out. Yeah, I mean he's, he's been, been playing pretty. He good. has his offenses came on. He's so. been playing real good. But yeah, that I mean just hearing Russ, the Brow, and uh, PG on the court at the same yeah. time—that's crazy. But you know the real, the real probably the most likely scenario is he'll probably end up at the Lakers. Yeah, that's what um, what they're talking about. From from what I hear is that they want Lonzo. Yeah. Because they're pretty sure. I guess if if Anthony Davis agrees to that trade, that he'll sign with them. Right. Sign with the Lakers, so then you'd have LeBron and Anthony mm-hmm. Davis and possibly KD. Yeah, as yeah. you're starting starting three, four, five. Right, that's what I've heard is rumors about KD being interested in New York. But I'm like, there's not two or three other superstars there, so KD isn't going to go to New York. You know how he likes to do it. He's going to take yeah, it. yeah. Go to so Lakers, I don't though. know. I don't know where KD's going to end up. Who at. cares? That dude is so like. <laughs> He's so wishy-washy, man. Oh, yeah. Didn't he say something about, like, how basically the Oklahoma City fans need to chill because of this Nick Collison uh, retirement thing coming up? Oh, and, like, yeah. base. Didn't he say something like that? I don't that? know. Yeah, there's some story that broke Kevin about. Kevin is he's, – he's, he's so damn sensitive. Yeah, he's telling the Thunder fans basically they need to put all this drama and stuff behind them because they need to come together for Nick Collison's retirement deal, I guess, coming up against the Raptors. So, Serge will be in the house and <laughs> all that good stuff. So Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced that KD sits at home listening to Drake just with his like, burner just Twitter. crying and twittering and stuff. <laughs> with his burner Twitter yeah. account up. She's got Drake on with some like fireplace lit. And oh yeah. Yeah. Drinking wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Does mama got a bedroom in the house too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, mama's in there probably patting him on the back. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of stuff. 
OKD, man. Yeah. So uh, I did have one question that I wanted to ask you, and it was something that I've heard uh, kind of debated a few times, and um, something that Thunder fans, we really, it'd be hard to get a Thunder fan to uh, admit or answer this truthfully. Mm-hmm. But, like, right now at this point, who would you rather have? If it, it, all things the same, would you rather have Russell Westbrook or would you rather have James Harden? Man, I'm, I'm going to just kind of – just right off the bat, I'm one of the biggest Russ fans there is simply because of his uh, attitude and, you know what I mean, like his alpha male type of, you know, let's go, let's get competitive. And, like, I'm a huge Russ fan. Always He's defend hype. Russ. He's hype, yeah. Mm. I mean, how could you not want him as a teammate? But with that being said, as big of a blue and orange boxer short wearing Thunder <laughs> fan as I am, and as much as I love Westbrook, I think if you if you put a true serum in me and you have to be completely honest, man, how could you not want James Harden over Russ right now, especially with this shooting lull that Russ is, you know, going through and maybe the questionable knee kind of like you alluded to earlier. So to answer your question shortly, I'd have to say Harden, man. What about you? I I'm I'm kind of leaning that way and I and I I have to preface this by saying that <laughs> I don't like Harden. I don't like his like his style of See, flopping I don't and need, stuff like yeah. that. But at the same time, like I would like him on my team. Oh yeah. There's a there's a lot of players like dirty players like Dennis Rodman and you know Ron Artest. Right. Those players that you don't like when they're on the other team, right. you'll take them on your team. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I was a huge Harden fan when he was at the Thunder, but that was before, in all fairness, he didn't really kind of de- have the identity to develop his kind of floppiness yet, right? Because he became – He still it, took a lot of flops. No, he, he did. Was, he flopped a lot. But I he mean, wasn't that was, the superstar yeah, that he is now, obviously. And, and, I mean, he didn't really have a chance to be the superstar right. because he was, the, he was sitting there with – you know, with Russ and KD <laughs> and Ibaka. Yeah, he's coming off the bench, right? I mean, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of talent there. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, you really look you back know. at that roster and it's like, wow. And it, it was almost impossible to keep them all together. I mean, when you look at it in the in the grand scheme of how young these guys are and um, the, the amount of kind of cockiness that it takes mm-hmm. for you to actually be an NBA player, it's hard for you to take a, a backseat to somebody else. You oh, always yeah. think you're the man. You always think you could be better than whoever or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well. And, and <laughs> you know, I'm sure that's the way that he probably felt. And he probably felt that he was better than a sixth man of the year. Because, right. he, I mean, he I mean, really he was. was. Obviously, you know? he I won mean, the MVP yeah. last year, and he's probably going to win it this year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, a, yeah, he's the leading candidate for the MVP this year. <laughs> And so, I mean, it's it's so tough as a Thunder fan to have to admit that that they they might have got that one wrong. Right. But, I mean, in the end, we're going to see how it all ends up. For sure. And um, I would still, in, in, a, in a playoff scenario, I think whenever I go back to that, if, if, it, if it's down to take this last shot, and we're either going to win it or lose it on this shot. I think I have to go with Russ. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen James Harden play great seasons. Right. All season long. And then when it comes to the clutch, kind of show up in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that, that might be that deciding factor of why, because I feel like I have more confidence in a confident Russ. Yes, and just his will. Because to, the way that, I mean, he could be, he could miss eight threes in a row, but he's going to take gonna that three to win the, win the game and, pro- and he, he might hit it. You yep. know what I mean? And that's just, that's just the way Russ is. For sure. So, I mean. I, I think I'm gonna still have to roll with my dude Russ. Yeah, you know yeah, I think well. that I think that um, whenever the Thunder figure this out, basically between Russ and PG, mm-hmm. and Russ figures out that whenever he's at his best, he's dishing the ball and he's just he's getting to the basket and dishing, or he's getting to the basket and dunking on somebody. Right. And uh, I think whenever he understands that that he's got a player as good as Paul George that he can kick it out to that's going to make those shots. I think that they're going to be really good. I think they got a chance to to really uh, make some noise, and, but it's really just going to be up to Russ to be able to change his game like that. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't play just full speed all the time, as hard as you can go. and I mean, that's why he gets injured so exactly. much. You know what I mean? Takes it's, a toll on that body. Yeah. He's getting and, older. You know, I I really liken it to the way that Michael Jordan learned that jump shot. Mm-hmm. Whenever Jordan first came in the league, he didn't have a jump shot. He was a drive to the basket dude, and all he did was go out and work on his jump shot over and over and over, and, uh, and you know changed his game because he knew he wasn't going to be able to just dunk over everybody exactly. all his whole career. So that's what the smart ones do, and the great ones do. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for joining us on our debut episode of the Monday Night Sports Cat. And uh, join us back here again next Monday at 530. And Dylan and I will be talking some more sports. And we're going to talk about who won the Super Bowl. That's right. Um, All kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Everything else is going on. So uh, catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.